0: So she just showed me her eyes really quick to let you know that she sees you as your son, Michael?
1: Yes.
0: Also, you understand the William on the other side?
1: No, William's his younger brother.
0: Do you understand th- why the younger male be showing me the one five, like the 15?
1: He was 15 when he passed.
0: Did he try growing a mustache and like couldn't or something? <laughs> I don't know why he keeps showing me this. Oh, my god. Do you understand that? Oh, my god, look at that. Good evening, everybody. This is Drew Cali, Psychic Medium and Intuitive Guide. Uh, Welcome to another session of Press Pause Live. To me, the empath is literally the emotional and energetic sensitive, right? So it's really the psychic awareness of emotions and energy. And when people say, well, you know, I always get a kick out of that where people are like, you know, I'm an empath and I just absorb everyone's negative energy. No, that probably means you have really poor boundaries and you don't know any better. And so you have heightened awareness and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. But I, if 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 as an empath, your job is to absorb negative energy, what's everyone else's job? To send it to you? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, um, there's just so much bullshit out there. So don't get sucked up into the nonsense. You know, uh, this stuff is a discipline and in the discipline comes the flexibility the fluidity and the, and the freedom to understand more, but you got to understand it. And for me, the butterfly courses are learning a language so that we can all speak the same language and have a format to learn with. And this isn't something that you're born with and you just do, you know, I've had a lot of people that can get my mom's name, but think it's my, you know, grandma or, you know, tell me get all this stuff right and then go really, really wrong or start giving me you know, sorry for lack of a better term. I'm tired today. Um, BS and, uh, the empath is the first level, right? So it's like from the core of the belly button, the instinct, the intuition or intuitive is from the chin to the belly button, or really in the like solar plexus area, you know, when you get an intuitive hit, like it's somewhere out here, right? You ever You're talking with your friend or you think of a friend, they call you, you meet someone, you like them, you don't like them. You're aware somebody's pregnant. You have a thought. It's a fleeting thought. You don't acknowledge it. Two days later, your friend calls you and says, I got to tell you something. And they tell you you're pregnant. I, I think I thought that. So what we do is we try to just get, build the muscle and the bridge to that access on a more regular basis. Everybody has the abilities, you know, these are only gifts when I share them with other people. And if it doesn't help or it doesn't heal, It's not real. You know, I, I don't know that getting, Oh, you have a dark energy around you is real. Um, I think that that can be ego and make the psychic or the medium needed. So, um, I I pride myself on taking an authentic and evidential and, uh, you know, approach and, um, not that it's no nonsense. Like it shouldn't be a comedy show, but it shouldn't be church either. You know what I mean? Like it needs to have room to breathe and engage, but it's a validation process. And psychic, so the empath, the intuitive, and the psychic, the psychic is really the clairsentience, the clairvoyance, the clairaudience. But when people say, I see, listen, a really crappy reading is why am I getting an apple? And then you have to tell me a six minute story about an apple. You know, why am I seeing, uh, you know, uh, pumpkins? Or why am I seeing, you know, spruce trees? Right. The other day I got that. I knew that. So some days I know that you live on a street named after a tree and other days I know you live at Seven Oak Street. So the receptivity starts from meditation, from being more receptive and uh, kind of understanding who you are, where you are and all that you are. You know, I'm always in the way to some degree. So to what degree depends on the the work that I'm doing and the discipline that I have within the craft. So I got to tell you, you know, on occasion, I get someone that comes to me and I'm not inexpensive. And if I can't really connect in the first three to five minutes, okay, let's do a, let's do a reschedule. You know, and if I really feel like I'm not going to be able to read for them, whether it's an attitude or just an energy thing, it's never personal, then I'll just be honest with them and I'll give them a refund. I I don't have a problem with that. But if somebody comes in and goes, this is what I want and you're going to give it to me, I'm not a trick pony. And I think that, you know, that's where things go really sideways, you know? And I think it's really important that you guys understand if it's not a natural and organic connection, um, it's not always going to work. It's just not. And I've had people come on here and say, I want to connect with my, you know, my daughter or my son. And it's not there. I might get your grandma. I might get someone else. And I might be a little aware of a few things, but I might psychically be tuning into that through you. So The empath is the energetic and emotional awareness, that heightened sensitivity related to that. The intuitive, the I is the instinct, the inclination. And usually it's an intuitive instinct about you, right? It's about me. Like my intuition for me is like my instincts. And and I did this with a business that I had and, uh, you know, turned it into a, a, a million dollar business. I had no formal training. I didn't finish college. And, um, I would always talk about, I feel like. And people be like, are you looking at the analytics? You know, and I'd be like, you know, people get annoyed that I would feel like, and I didn't know that I was doing it at the time, but I was always a little bit ahead of the curve. And a lot of entrepreneurial energy is intuitive. Psychic is really when I pick up things about other people or for other people. Psychic and intuition and the empath, that's the language and the vehicle for mediumship to actually occur. It is not a person standing next to me like, say, December. That is a total crock. If that was the case, we would know everything about the other side. I would never get anything wrong. And why would they come to me and not you if they could talk? It makes no sense. It can seem like they're speaking, but really it's a validation process. So let me, um, just close your eyes for a minute, just for a minute. If you're driving, don't close your eyes, right? Close your eyes for a minute. Take a breath and just allow your in-breath to be a little bit longer than your out-breath. Breathe up through your lower back and out. Clear waves of energy through every pore in your skin. Just feel your physical body relax. And just imagine a perfect pearl at the root of your breath or the center of your chest. As you continue to breathe, notice your breath becomes white. And that pearl at the center of your chest emanates outwards in all directions like a star in the sky, pulsating with the heartbeat of the universe. And I just want you to just notice your own aura, notice your own energy. How does it feel? What does it look like? Don't get too mental. Breathe down. Chin to the belly button is where the magic is. That's where the truth is. Now, I just want you to bring your awareness to me. What color is my energy to you? You can't get this wrong. What's the first color that comes to you? Now, open your eyes and do it again. What color do you see me? What color do you see around me? What color do you get with your eyes open as opposed to closed? Is it different? Did you see it, hear it, feel it, or just get it? That's how this works. Right? People sit there and try to open their third eye and I, got, I can't see it. I only see the back of my eyelids. No kidding. No shit. Because it doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? Like You don't have to be in this mystical space where you're like, let me just tune in. It's not like that. Right? It's not like that. It's a very quick energy. It's a very quick energy. As soon as you start second guessing it, that's why I can't read for people I love or I know or I have an attachment to the outcome. Because as soon as I do that, thanks for posting, guys. Yellow, blue, green, right so it's interesting because I do get a lot of blue it's my favorite color but blue also can represent emotions it can represent the throat chakra communication uh spirituality teaching but also what's the color Edgar Casey was a brilliant uh man with this like the way that he would receive and perceive because really it's not about seeing it's about perceiving people are like well I don't see a color yes you do you you're, you're you're chewing the box of but I have to see it no, you don't. People don't walk around in a pink bubble. We don't have the, uh, we're not, we're not seeing that light spectrum with our eyes open. We're perceiving it. So understanding that kind of awareness is the most important thing, right? So if you get blue, what does the blue mean to you? Is it dark blue, medium blue, cobalt blue, light blue, right? Light blue could mean someone spiritually immature or that things are clear, right? Or that, uh, things are light or who knows, or it could mean that things are shallow, right? It could mean, does it feel watery or sky? What's the texture? What's the emotion? Purple, you know, it could mean uh, a teaching spirituality, um, higher connections. But what about the red and the yellow and the orange? You know, that's the root of who we are. That's the core of who we are. I used to do these meditations and breathe in red and I get all freaked out, <laughs> you know, because red was like stop sign. It was blood. It was mad anger. And today, red is vitality, it is life, it is passion, it is presence, it is the I am presence. It is everything to me. You know, it's a power. So I'm not, you know, I'm not oblivious to um, the systems and the modes out there. And I think they're really important to certain degrees. But did you see it, hear it, feel it, or just get it? A lot of people will just get it or feel it, or they'll be like, I'm a cognizant." You know, they start talking all like... Like they have this, I know all the theorem, Claire Cognizant. No, you're not. You're clairsentient. You just feel it. And to feel it is the closest to know it. If five people see a car accident, you'll get eight stories. If five people feel somebody hurting, you can't feel wrong. Your gut instincts usually are not wrong. You might convey it wrong. You might perceive it wrong. You might try to clean it up or or filter it too much or try to people please and say it in a way that's too nice or too abrasive right that's all stuff that can happen and that's why it's not a perfect science that's why things can get I don't receive wrong I perceive and convey translate wrong Elise how can I support a loved one who is having trouble accepting their psychic gift um a lot of people ask me this for their kids. What I would say is you have to be careful because if you give it too much levity or too much power, kids start thinking that they're special and different and it starts going between imagination and crazy. Uh, And instead of intuition and psychic, it goes like imaginary and psychotic and, and it can be like everything in between and they can still be right on some things, but now they're like, I had a mom do this to a girl. She kept coming to me. And the more questions I asked the girl, the more of her story changed. So she originally was getting information that was really good. So what I would say is let it breathe. Let it breathe. If that person is really interested in developing it, let them develop it. I think if you're trying to support it and you need guidance on how to support it better, then you're trying to figure it out for them and you're too involved. That would be what I would say, Elise. And all due respect, um, but I feel like you understand exactly what I'm saying. Right? If someone is an adult and they're having these abilities or they're very sensitive to this, then let them get into development, right? You can't help them. You can't, how are you going to help them? You're going to learn about it and try to give them experiences. Like it doesn't work like that. I wish it did, but it doesn't. And look, I didn't, I didn't grow up as a kid seeing spirits. I had a lot of philosophical and spiritual questions, but you know, at 12 or 13, I was out partying and numbing because I didn't want to be home. So for me, um, my gateway to spirituality was drugs, alcohol, women, anything that was fast, anything that was quick, anything that got me out of my house and out of me. And eventually I had to like slow that down and then stop and get sober and clean and clear. And when I did, it was like ripping a bandaid off an amputation and I had to feel all these feelings. And that's when I realized that this was happening. That's when it came to me. So everyone's got their own journey. Don't try to do it for them or they won't respect it and appreciate it. Would you say everyone is born with these abilities because a girl is not easy to tap into, Susan Cohen. Yes, because the word psychic means of or related to the soul. That's all it means. It doesn't mean predict the future, total nonsense. It means of or related to the future. I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry. I was thinking of what it doesn't mean. It means other related to the soul. That's really funny. I'm going to have to clip that and make that out there. Um, so if you're a soul, you're psychic and you're a soul, right? So the best thing for me, like in a psychic reading, like a life reading, guidance, like in clarity and direction is such a cool thing to do with me. I love it. As long as the person's not going to go, tell me what my future is going to be. Tell me how many kids I'm going to have. How What's my daughter going to really the most important thing is I understand you for more than the emotion of the week and the day. You know, if you have, you know, I used to joke, like I didn't use the word psychic for a long time. I didn't want people to come to me, like, should I have this baby? You know, is my husband cheating on me? i be like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to get a call from him. Um, not that those things are wrong in the context of the greater things. However, I just feel like in a good intuitive and psychic guided reading for guidance and insight, I'm tuning into you and all that you are and how you came to be who you are, right? And then we're talking about the potentials of the future pathways. And I will pick up sometimes there's dates or how many kids or this first kid's gonna be okay or this one's gonna, you know, have this issue or that kind of thing. But but first and foremost, it needs to be an open flow of engagement between that person and me. And then we come, sometimes it's really about finding the right questions to ask in your life so that we can really focus on the solutions and it's not a one a one-shot deal. It might take a couple sessions, you know, um, and that's what I love about doing energy work and healing is I can work with somebody in a longer capacity doing soul sessions, you know, and I just feel like, look, a lot of things I had to unlearn and I can't be right on everything. And I don't proclaim to be all I'm telling you is based on my experience and the evidence and, and what's been presented to me and my opinion concerning that particular lens of focus Um, this is how I see it. And I would say that again, if it doesn't help or it doesn't heal, it's not real. I've never seen a negative entity. I've never seen a negative energy around someone. The only negative or, or evil, if you will, is in the living attitude. That's it and actions, but it starts with the person. It's not some outside energy. I've had people say, well, oh, this medium told me that, you know, this person took their own life. It was because a demon got in it. Like, stop, please stop. You know, to me, and I'm Irish and Italian, you can't get any more Catholic being raised. If something outside of me is the problem, then it's got to be the answer. And then we're all screwed. You know, to me, it's so important that we are responsible for the power that we carry, right? We are not the end all be all, but the power that we carry and the actions we choose and the attitude that we wake up and put towards our life with whatever comes our way, we are responsible for, good or bad. You know, for a long time in my life, I would tell you all the good things I did, but I couldn't look at the bad because I wasn't responsible for them. You were, or other people were, you know, and today I always joke like in a really good group, like it was a good group, really good group, you know, and if it didn't go so well, I'm like, it's on me. It has to be that way, has to be that way. Otherwise I lose my footing and I lose my alignment, you know, uh, keeps me humble. Keeps me honest. Are you talking about my dog, Hopper? Oh yeah. He's out. Look at that. Hey, Hopper. Totally out. I had my daughter today, so he's just done. So Katrina, I just got to go with this really quick. So would you understand an older male like your dad would have passed? No. Well,
1: yes. Not my dad.
0: Was it your dad-in-law or your granddad?
1: Uh, my granddad and a close uncle.
0: Okay. So, um, talk to me a minute. So how can I help you the most? Who do you want to connect with or, and we'll see what happens, but I have a few, I have another female here too, but, uh, talk to me just a little bit, but don't give me too much because my brain will want to draw conclusions and my ego will get in the way.
1: Well, first and foremost, it'll forever be my, um, teenage child, but I know that my grandma is, she's a strong one.
0: So what's your, what's your child's name?
1: Aiden. Oh, now I can hear the panting
0: of the dog. Wow. Archie. Yeah. Um, So I got to say, I don't know that this is the format for Aiden, but you've had a reading before, correct? I feel like you've had at least two.
1: Two. Yes.
0: All right. So I just feel like it's their way of saying like, they're with you and they're here, but like, I don't like, so normally if somebody has a child and I, I usually will pick that up almost right away. And if not, when you say the name, I'll get like a feeling and it'll start coming, but I feel like, and it's not that the need or the want isn't there. Cause obviously it would always be. Um, but I do feel like I have to talk about this older male. I have to go with this older male. Okay. Um, do you understand? I, I want to stay with your uncle, but it feels like a dad or he's like a buddy to you. Do you understand that? I do. Do you understand also he would have quick, he would have passed rather quick or unexpectedly? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if he was a bigger man, but the way he comes through makes me feel like you could really rely on him and trust him. Do you understand that?
1: Yes. Yes. And it's
0: almost like he's trying to let me know that he's got him. He's got him. And he keeps showing me the number of eight, like August or eight. Do you understand that? Um, Eight. I do. What's the eight? Is it the date or is it like a time frame? What is the eight? Is it the age? What is uh, it? Because it's very clear to me, but I don't know just, what it is. Eight
1: has just always been a favorite number. Your number? Of
0: mine. Perfect. I love yeah. that. Isn't that weird? So for me, my yes. number is five. And sometimes people come in and be like, why do I get the five? Why do I get the five? And it's such a weird number. So um, let me do this. I'm going to pull a card for you. Let's see where this goes. Okay. Oh, interesting. So I get the number six and Lady Portia, which is a very like ancient kind of thing. But it's also, to me, I love these cards because it talks about the color and the softening. Um, Also, I got to ask you, so Katrina, do you understand that you're actually looking at mediumship for you? Do you understand
1: that? Yes, I have been.
0: Yeah, totally. I just feel very strongly here that that's what the subject matter needs to be. It needs to be about you developing and kind of tuning in and enhancing that, and that's the confirmation that you needed to know that you're still connected. Do you understand that? I and do. That you're a boy and these other people, and that this. I don't, hold on a sec. So it must be mom's mom, right? Who passed? Yes. Who were you really close to? Dad's mom, though, or is it mom's mom? Because both passed, right? Yes. Yes, my dad's okay. mom
1: past, but my um, mom's mom. But your mom's
0: mom, you were closer to? Yeah. Okay. I don't mean to put you on the spot like that, but I just feel like there's a, like a party on the other side and it's getting busy. So I just, and in this kind of format sometimes, and I hate to use this phrase, but it's kind of like a drive-by, it can be very quick and fleeting, but I got to tell you, it's really important that you continue to expand and anchor in your own way of connecting, because it'll actually get harder for you to go to mediums from now on. And you might've noticed that. I feel like because you're going to be very particular and you're going to be very, um, you got most of your needs touched. It doesn't mean you shouldn't go. Um, I but it also that. means that the mediums shouldn't be there that we're the neon sign in the spiritual shop. It's not the end all be all. And if we're the bridge to your conversation, then we'll never, we'll never get out of the way. We'll you'll always have a, a something in between you and your son. Do you know what I mean? I do. And it's really important. I feel like you're very, very visual. Do you understand that? Yes. So just don't stay too visual because I feel like you're missing it because you're not feeling or you dismiss the feeling and connected with the visual. So stay with the visual and the context of the visual. I'm sorry, stay with the feeling instead of the visual because our minds sometimes we feel something, but the visual will present itself because the brain accepts that easier and it's safer. It's more secure, but then it doesn't really land right. And then we're like, why am I not that good? Or why am I not connecting? Because I feel like you're very connected, but it needs to be tuned down and in, not up, out, and like visible or, or pulsating loud. And I mean, visually. You can also hear.
1: <laughs> yes, I've been told that.
0: Yeah. So listen, so just, I just feel like, It doesn't matter if you do it with the butterfly course. I mean, I hope you do, but I feel like it's really important that you just, you get in it and you stay in it. And, and even if it's to connect with your son at first, it's really like, it's really present in your energy. And if you really wanted to do this for other people, you can, if you're not doing it already, but I feel like it's about confidence and it's about a slow and steady journey. It's not a quick and if it's quick, it won't stick. If someone gives you like, oh, this is how you do it, it's a system, read this pamphlet and here's a handout and you got one night, it's never going to work. You know, if it was that easy, I would be in like heaven, it'd be great. You know, I would have no need to do any groups or anything. I would just do one-on-ones 10 times a day, you know, um, but it's so, it's so intelligent that nobody can put their finger on it. You have to let it flow through you. We have to learn to get out of the way. And in order to get out of the way, you have to learn you. And there's a new you every day we wake up. You know? You. And adjusting to that base fundamental premise of, okay, today might suck and it hurts again, but let me get reconnected right now. I'm going to sit in the quiet with me and all that I am, all that we are, and i start from there. And if you do that every day, I feel like things go really As as well as they can, so has it been about two or three years?
1: For whom? For grandma? For
0: for, no, your your son.
1: Fourteen months to the day.
0: Okay, so it's less than two years, but not but more than a year. So um, I'm trying to get him, but I just can't hold on a second. So do you understand that? And I I feel like this is your son, not your uncle. He had blue green eyes. Yes. All right. So just know, I just keep getting, I'm like, you got to give me one thing. That's the only thing he's giving me right now. It's like, I see you, I'm with you. And I couldn't possibly know that I've never read for you before. Right. So just know that I just feel like it's their way of kind of giving you everything you need in this kind of package so that you can just not make it a conversation when it's not
1: just I just really want to say something but you're not supposed to say something but I just really want to say something Mm -hmm. and then you might tell me no that's crazy but um Aiden was actually a trans person transitioning to Kate and Aiden did not like being around men at all and I but wait do you understand
0: that so did he was he responsible for his passing
1: yes okay
0: so I just got something hold on a sec. Like, he just keeps making me feel like he needs to let me know that to give me context. Go ahead.
1: So I always felt that if I were to sit with a medium, he would not come through with a man because he appreciates the family more. So I really thought, wow, if he came through with you. But I don't know. It just makes sense to me. And also today I knew. Um, that I really needed to lift up my energy. Um, and so I did some really kind things for people because I really appreciate what you're saying. I have to be available. And when I'm sad and crying, I am not available. So everything just feels right right now.
0: Well, and look, I'm so sorry for your loss. It's, Thank it's you. never, the words never do it. Nope. You know, and I'm very nope. aware of that. However, it's opening up a lot of doors for you, but I got to tell you the feeling that I get with him. He makes me feel like as powerful as you were in his life. Cause you must've been very, very connected to him and very supportive. Correct. He just yeah. makes me feel like you were his champion. Let him be your champion now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like he's Thank your angel, but also he just, I don't know why he keeps showing me the month of June also, but he also just keeps making me feel like it's really, really important that you don't look back at what you could have, should have done. Do um, I
1: uh, do? I do. I do. I know.
0: And that, um, I gotta tell you, he makes me feel like he would have never found peace here. That's right. Okay. He just makes me feel that sometimes people are not wired for here. Well, no. and there's nothing we no. can do about it. And he just makes me feel like the inner battle within him was much more painful than anything he can explain and you know that and i I feel like there Mm -hmm. were either other attempts or there were other issues because he makes me feel like there's suicidal ideation and that this time he was going to do it and nobody was going to fucking stop him
1: it's like you just quoted the journal he left us
0: okay so just know that his way of coming through is bold, brave and he just wants you to do the same thing and just trust that he's here and this is real. And uh also, I don't know why he keeps giving me this. So did he call you mommy?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Mommy. And I know that might sound to some people funny, but I never called my mother that. I always called her ma or madre I used to call her. I don't know why. I learned Spanish in third at 13 I called her madre. She hated it, but I used to call her that. Um but he just makes me feel like he would call you mommy like you're his like he's your little little kid, your little boy. Yeah. Um, and I just yeah. feel like he doesn't want to take away from the spotlights of the good things in your life. So is he one of two or are there two siblings?
1: Uh, he is one of three.
0: So there's two siblings remaining. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he just keeps making me feel like, uh, so I know your name's Katrina. Is there another one though? That's like a Kate or is he, was that him? Who's the that K? That was
1: the name who was transitioning to. Oh,
0: interesting. Okay. I thought there was another. So you have a boy and a girl?
1: Uh, well, Aiden was born a boy and then um, two sisters, an older sister who has, a, who has a K name and a younger sister.
0: So what's the K name? Is it Catherine or Kate? What is the K name? Uh, Kelly. Okay. I got to tell you too, very sharp. He's very sharp. Do you understand that? Like really smart. And he just makes me feel like he could read something and remember it. And like, you weren't going to out argue him. You understand that? <laughs> and also he could drop the F bomb more than me.
1: Oh yes.
0: Totally. Yeah. He makes me feel like, try it fucker. Like he's funny. Like he's really funny. And I feel like it's like those kinds of things make me light up with people because that's like, that makes me feel like they're in the room more so than like, Were they five, seven? You know what I mean? And he just makes me feel like I showed you my eyes because I'm watching you and I know you're always thinking about me, but like, don't let anyone get under your fucking skin. Like he's funny. He's got your back. Okay. Um, And also he makes me feel like you get very impatient. You also get very impatient with other people uh, that either have been through what you've been through and you're like annoyed by their lack of progress. Do you understand this? It must be true because the way he's given it to me, I don't think I've ever said that, but he makes me feel (laughs) like, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's because like, you're seeing in them what you don't want to be. Yes. So just know this is him highlighting you. And he makes me feel very strongly that he's where he's supposed to be. And you're where you're supposed to be. And let him help you. Let him be your advocate now.
1: Thank you. Okay. I wish
0: you all the best, Katrina. I do.
1: I just want to say one quick thing because I hope everyone can hear me say how much you helped when you said that if you weren't supposed to see that last breath, or you didn't see that last breath, maybe you weren't supposed to, because that's something I've struggled with. And for anybody else, I think we all hold on to that, that we just need to accept that we weren't supposed to be a part of. And I thank you for connecting with my loved ones. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank
0: you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.
0: I love this. I love getting to do this. I feel like I don't deserve it. It makes me really emotional. Sometimes I can feel his emotions. All right. Let me just give me a sec. Uh, Patty, I need to come to you. Okay. And I'm just going to who I feel drawn to guys. And if it doesn't work, I'm sorry. I really am like sometimes it won't work or I think it won't work. And then it'll work after I go side and try to like, just give what I'm getting. So, um, Patty, how are you? I'm good. Yourself? Okay. I'm okay. (laughs) How can I help you the most? What can I do for you?
1: Uh, well, um, a friend of mine, um, passed recently and yes,
0: um, I was gonna ask if your husband passed.
1: Um so, my the, ex-husband.
0: Okay, fair enough. So who's the Joe or the John? Oh my God.
1: My is ex-husband. Ex?
0: Okay. So that's who I have. And he just makes me feel like do you understand also that like you felt like a prisoner when you were with him?
1: Yes.
0: He just makes me feel like he was not living a life of that you'd want to be associated with. All right. And he's like, almost like coming through to say, I'm sorry. And that he wouldn't have ever said that living. No. <laughs> Do you understand that? And yeah. also your dad passed too. Cause he's making me aware of that and his dad, um, yeah. but also, and his dad must've been Joe also or something, but he just makes me feel like there's two Joe or John's I need to acknowledge that. Okay. So, mm. Okay. I'm okay being wrong, but I got to say this and one might be living and maybe I'm wrong on the way where it goes, but I have to tell you that he just keeps making me feel like there was either abuse or just a lot of hurt there. And he makes me feel like he's just so sorry that he put you through that. And then you felt guilty for a long period of time and that you couldn't, you couldn't allow someone else in. True. Yeah. Yes. He just makes me feel like he's sorry that he had that kind of impact on you. And it's so funny. I'd never got this before, but he makes me feel like, like Patty, please understand if there's anything he can do for you on the other side, just ask. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I love that. And people are like, give me the lottery, but that's not going to happen. Um, I always get people that are like, Drew, what about the lottery? I'm like, dude, I wouldn't be here doing this. No. But like, um, I just feel like it's really important that he's trying to keep it light and keep you light. Um, and, and let me just switch over here too. So, Um, do you want to, yes or no, do you understand the name Charlie?
1: Yes.
0: Is that your friend?
1: No. Who's Charlie? Who's Charlie? Um, Charlie, my cousin. Passed? Yes. Okay. And my brother also. Okay. So which, which one of those two,
0: which one of those two would have lived very fast? Your cousin?
1: No, my brother.
0: Okay. Like, I don't know if there was alcoholism or addiction or what this is, but I feel like, um, I just keep getting this feeling like he was part of his like downward spiral or his downfall. Mm, So do you understand that with your ex? No. I can't get off of this. So who would have passed and would have had a drug or an alcohol issue?
1: Male. A, a good friend of mine. Um, okay, wh- what's her
0: the name? Uh, Dave. And they would have passed either unexpectedly or it was a very, like they weren't well and then it went downhill really quick. Like almost like, holy shit, what happened? Right. Okay. That's who I feel like I need to kind of go with for a sec. Um, and I feel like this would have been somebody that outside of that issue, that addiction issue, they would have been a very hard worker for a long period of time. You understand that? Yes. Like that would have been how he would have justified what he, was doing in his personal life Do you understand yes so i just need you to know he's saying hi and he's okay and there's okay. like you got a lot of people on the other side i gotta tell you your mom yes. has two as well right yes okay so i have them all here but i don't it's like uh i'm trying to get to your friend what's your friend the one you were originally asking me for first
1: what's his, his name?
0: name yeah kemper I would have never gotten that. I know. <laughs> I would have been like, who's saying Semper Fi? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that I'm getting him, but I also feel like, do you understand there's two cats on the other side? hmm Okay. One's brown and orange or brown and white. Mm. Okay. I, I'm not really good with it, but I that's how I get it. Um, is,
1: it a, is it a little dog, maybe? I, I,
0: there's definitely... Two cats, maybe two dogs okay. at a minimum. But, uh, and the dog, do you understand the dog would have been either black or gray? Uh, yes. Or am I mixing them up? Okay. So, um, Patty, I can't really say that I'm I'm connected with Kemper right now. Okay. Um, but I, I definitely have your ex. And I have, I feel like the other Charlie... Originally was your cousin, but I feel like I need to go to your brother really quick. Okay. Um, I don't know what this is. So did you have it out with him or your dad? Or did he? Do you understand this? Um, No. So just remember I said this because the feeling I'm getting is like, he makes me feel like. I don't know why, but it's like. He just keeps making me feel like, did you not get to say goodbye to your brother?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I don't really know where it's going a little bit sideways, but I'm going to stop because I don't feel like much more coming. So I just need you to know that, um, although you probably didn't want to hear from your ex-husband, that's okay came <laughs> through. Um, and I can't, I can feel the presence of, Mom, dad, your brother, I guess the cousin Charlie, and then the Joe or John, but I also feel like um, the communication is just not happening. So I just feel like, I know that there's a lot of healing in your life that needs to happen and there's been a lot of struggle and a lot of loss, but I just feel like overall just know that you're very looked after and you're very loved and connected and to not hold grudges. I just need to say that to you.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So thank you so much for coming up. And uh, I wish that I could connect with all of them, but it's just not possible tonight. No,
1: that's great. Thank right. you. Thanks,
0: Patty. So Rose. well, I have two people. I have a female and a male. Um, I don't understand this. So is it true your mom passed? Yes. Okay. So she was sick?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know why, but I just get and also her mom passed. So I just get like and uh I don't know if you're one of two or you have two children, but I just keep getting this uh feeling from mom and also this other male. I wanted to say it's your dad. Did your dad pass or you just said no before or is it true? Did he pass? Yes. Okay. So I just need to stay with these two really quick for a second. Um So is your grandmother Rose or Rosemary or something?
1: I do have
0: Yes, it's the other one. Okay. So I just keep getting that your mom just needs you to know she's here but also that you did everything right. Okay, so I don't know what the guilt is. Okay, but she just keeps making me feel like stop. Do you understand that? You may not agree but I'm telling you what I'm getting is what I'm getting. Okay, okay. And she just keeps making me feel like you got to stop putting yourself in this bad person box. (laughs) Do you understand?
1: Does that make sense? Okay. She just
0: keeps making me feel like, like there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no hard feelings here. There's no resentment. So stop resenting you for me. Okay. And it's like, I don't know what this, you must've been separated for a while or something. I don't understand this, but she keeps making me feel like there's either emotional or geographic distance. Do you understand that?
1: Emotional.
0: Okay. Um, and I don't know what this is also. She just also makes me, uh, I can feel your emotions. So it's kind of, so just take a breath for me. All right. I'm not saying you can't be emotional and you can't feel, but I just want to make sure that I'm dialed into her more than you. Okay. All Um, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this with all due respect. Do you understand that mom could be difficult? Of course. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, I'm like, you got to give me a truth and not make it about her, but she keeps making like, I want to make it about you. She doesn't really want to acknowledge her stuff. Do you understand? And she just makes me feel like you guys are almost very similar and that's where the differences were. Do you understand? Okay. And what do you mean? Okay. So also that, um, I don't know what you talking about. Who's Ann?
1: Well, my name is Roseanne.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So I don't understand this totally. And maybe it's just, I'm tired of doing readings and having my daughter and then doing this. I don't know. And whose birthday's in March? Why is I, there a celebration in March? I keep getting this over and over. I, Yeah, okay. My
1: sister and my niece.
0: Okay. So is one of them the 13th or the 31st or something?
1: I think they're more towards the beginning of the month.
0: It's so funny because I feel like your mom does not want to talk about her. Well, she should because I need to hear what she has to say. So I think that you're putting a lot too much emphasis on what you want to hear. (laughs) I do. And I'm saying that with all due love and respect, but I feel like I keep getting... Like I'm about to get something and then it stops. So huh. I don't know, I don't know that it's gonna change. So I just need you to know that the most important thing is not that you hear what you want to hear, but that she came through and she doesn't want you to hold any kind of resentment or any kind of um guilt about the detachment or the disconnection. And they all showed up for you. That's how I get it. That's well, how there's I get
1: a it. lot of people over there. Right. I'm here alone. But you're never alone. I hope not.
0: And also, Rose, one thing I would say is. So you understand that you isolate by choice.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So your mom keeps giving me this feeling like or this like thought that is like she does it to herself. She does it to herself. She doesn't need to do that to herself. She does it to herself. And she's just trying to look out for you. So she's trying to acknowledge that. And the only one that's going to help you is you don't look for them to help you more than you can help yourself. They can help, but don't look for them to help you more than you can help yourself. And I also feel like I know you've talked to people about things in very great depth about you. Like you've done your work, but then you stopped. I don't know why or how, but that's the feeling I get. And this isolating feeling like you're going to detach or put up walls. That's something that you probably want to look at and address like yesterday. Okay. Yeah,
1: no, so I agree. I,
0: I don't want to go any further with that. I just feel like they're trying to acknowledge that because they love you and they're looking after you.
1: Nice to hear. Definitely.
0: All right, Rose, thank okay. you very much. So, Kelly, talk to me. How can I help you?
1: Well, and now I've, I'm. Or how can I try to you? help you? So, yeah, try me too. I'm struggling with a question. Um, sure. In my life right now, I'm I'm going through. I have a daughter, like you, a little girl, and um, there's some immediate safety concerns, uh, some stuff going on, uh, and even though I've got you know a lot of support, knowledge, uh, yeah, around us, um, you know, I, I still I, I've I've got this sort of distance feeling and sort of a crossroads feeling, and you know it's easy to know on paper what to do next but i there's just something i feel like i'm not accessing so, accepting.
0: so uh, um i got to say this i feel like it's really important that you so first and foremost you understand the term codependence right yes because i feel like you've done this research
1: <laughs>
0: okay you understand yeah. and th- and there's yeah. this is very therapeutic approach and I feel like you have all the knowledge that you need, but it's the it's the practical application, for back of lack of a better mm-hmm. phrase, and that the only control you have is over your attitude and your example. All right? Because she's going to do her own thing, and she's very strong-willed. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't mean you're responsible. It doesn't mean you're responsible to the extent – of your behavior and your approach. But I don't know that. I don't know that you stepping out of your lane into someone else's lane to try to fix them is actually going to help her. I feel like in some ways it actually makes her resist. Do you understand that? I feel like there's a lot of defiance and a lot of resistance and like the person would have a lot of answers on her own, even if you bring truth. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, When someone is that defiant, sometimes like, so there's a saying, and I've been sober a number of years. Sometimes family can't help family because there's too much emotional attachment. There's too much outcome. There's too much, engaged, um, resentment. There's too much, all sorts of stuff, codependence, or they can't hear the message because of the messenger.
1: Yeah, And I'm
0: not saying you're doing anything wrong. It's just the role that we play. Like I remember, uh, I had a, and I'm not sharing this to be harsh. I was 22. There was a young man that I went to high school with who leaned over and took his last breath and died on my shoulder. And literally the next night we were all at the bar, like it never happened. You know, we went out and partied and that's what I did. That was our MO. And I was really upset that he passed and I was freaked out, but it didn't stop me. Anybody that told me you should stop doing this or stop living like that. I was like, yeah, but I don't have a record. I work. I'm good. You know, like I had an answer for everything. And I just feel like you're dealing with that kind of will. And if you're dealing with that kind of self-will, I feel like you have to just stay in your lane. And if you're not sure what your lane is, you got to find it
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it, Otherwise there's no way for you to be healthy if you're obsessed with someone else's obsession. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I had somebody in my life where I kept saying, I kept saying, man, all they do is keep score, you know, and I'm always down to like, what is this shit? And I remember someone pointing out to me because I was willing to hear it. They were like, Drew, do you realize that you're keeping score of them keeping score? And I was like, Oh, <laughs> and I was, I wanted to be like, F you, man. But I was like, you're right. And that turned it around for me because I got back in my lane. I was so obsessed with why they're not in their lane that I was out of mine. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not saying that your intentions or your, even your actions are wrong. I just feel like I don't know that there is an answer other than trusting, letting go and trusting that someone else, sometimes. We have to allow someone to hit their bottom at the risk of them not being here anymore or at the risk of really, really serious consequences in order for them to get it, in order for them to be willing to change. Do you know how many people I've driven to a rehab that walk out of the rehab in an hour?
1: Yeah.
0: A lot. But when I'm like, you got to go call and you got to make the arrangements and you got to get the ride and you have to do this and they have to do it themselves, if they don't, they're not ready. They would have walked out. If they do, it's a much better chance that they're going to want to stay Yeah, because they're in it for the solution. If you become the solution for someone else, they'll continue to play that role. And you'll be, you'll be in your mind empowering them, but really disempowering them. And that's why I asked about the codependence because the need to be needed sometimes is so overwhelming, especially for a parent or for a loved one that we can't see straight.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So, um, again, I feel like your intentions and your heart is in the right space. It's just that all the knowledge in the world isn't going to fix that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And listen, I was the one in the, out of the three of us kids that was going to not make it and, should have done this. I was the one who didn't go to school. I was the one who didn't finish this and didn't finish that. And I was the one who had, in terms of the definition of success being making a lot of money, made the most money and hired my family. So before I did this, and knew I could do this and uh, lost everything figuring this out. <laughs> but I can tell you that um, if it wasn't for my mom at one point telling me, no, you got to go take care of it yourself. She would no longer disempower me. She said, if you really want to take care of that, you know how to do it, Drew. I was so angry, so angry. And before she passed away, I got to take a walk with her in a park the last time she was out of the house. And she asked me, you know, what was the one thing you remember? And I was like, you said no to me at 22. And she was she didn't remember. And I was like, I was so angry. I'm like, dad, put you up to this. I was so angry. And that was the one time that changed the trajectory of my thought process on something. And it empowered me because she said, you're capable of doing this. Go figure it out. That was the first time someone gave me that. I had other people trying so hard to help me out. And I started playing the victim and playing into that role. So does that make sense? Yeah. So I know I'm using me as an example, but I think it's relevant and it's necessary and it's um, true. It's really true. Okay. So I hope that helps. So I have to go. Um, I have a time limit for myself. Otherwise, I'm going to go over and I'm going to lose my thank you marbles. But Kelly, I wish you all the best. And I got to tell you two things. You have to trust that it's all going to work out how it's going to work out. And you have to trust in that higher divine presence. And two, if you can do that, then things will be okay. If you try to change this other person, you're actually going to keep them unwell. Or add to it. I won't say keep them. You're going to add to the unwellness. Does that make sense? So by your attitude and your example, you know, um, do what you want them to do and don't talk about it. Let them come to you about it eventually when they want to. If they see you doing it, they'll be much more inclined to ask you about it. But if you're telling them to do it, they can't hear it. Okay? Yep. So I wish you all the best, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. <clears throat> all right, everybody. Um, I I don't think I can read anymore. I'm not being able to hold that space with who's who and who's here and what I'm getting and all that. Um, so again, if you could like, follow and share my Facebook page, YouTube page, Instagram page. I'd really appreciate it. Consider it a personal favor. If I've touched you in some way and you could leave a Google review, I think we're almost at like a hundred and there's like some thing at a hundred or something. But if you left a positive Google review or a Facebook recommendation, people find me from those things. I don't know why nowadays. Like it used to be just different. Like most of it was word of mouth or this and that, but a lot of people like don't trust what I do. And, um, I understand why, you know, so if you really want to be of use and it really, and, and only if it's authentic and you feel inclined to do it, there's no obligation, but I do feel like that helps a lot of people. And if you're really interested in spending time sitting with me and, and mediumship and psychic work it used to be called sittings because you would sit with the medium or the psychic and, see what unfolds and experience it together. And if you want to journey that with me, book a reading, book a group, um, you know, come back to another live. Um, I just really am grateful and honored to share this space with you guys. Please check out the butterfly course and Reiki coming up. Um, The butterfly course starts in July. Reiki starts May 1st. It's the first four Mondays of May uh, from seven to 10. It's awesome. And uh, hopefully, I'll see you again in a couple of days or next week. Much love. Thank you, guys.